Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Cowboy Chronicles, the Oklahoman's Oklahoma State Athletics Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Wright, joined by Jacob Unruh. And it is uh, an odd Tuesday off day for us mm-hmm. this week. It's a little now, weird. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Um, I have to I have to admit I lied to our listeners. I told them we wouldn't be podcasting on Tuesday because I figured we would probably be podcasting on Wednesday when we yeah. were most most likely expecting to talk to players. Turned out we got to talk to them on Monday afternoon, and uh, now we we're waiting till Tuesday to podcast. We wanted so. to give a little space between. Yeah. Podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Between Kansas and West Virginia, just to gather our thoughts. Monday's a little quick turnaround for the yeah, podcast. Especially when you consider that we were taping our last podcast early Sunday morning. That's true. <laughs> in the wee that's, hours of Sunday morning. That's very so true. It was uh not a lot of time to uh, to prepare for a uh, for a podcast. So we'll uh Wait, you prepare for this? Uh a, a good thirty seconds. Oh, okay, okay. Solid thirty seconds. Gotcha. I might get twenty nine seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a solid thirty seconds for me. Um, but uh, an interesting week. Uh, the more and more I look at this West Virginia team, the more I'm convinced that they're a pretty good team. I, you know, they played Oklahoma tough back when we thought Oklahoma was a big mess, and mm-hmm. they and they sort of were. Um, then they lost to Texas Tech, which was which was weird. Uh, but uh, you look at some of the things that they've done. They've been uh, they've been pretty good in a lot of games. I, I don't know if I'm ready to jump on uh, Mike Gundy's limb and call them the best four and four team in the country. That seemed a little much. That uh, was coach speak. I, it was he, coach speak just like last that. week when he says it's gonna be a fourth quarter game against Kansas. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but they are a uh, they are a really good team. They always play Oklahoma State tough in Morgantown at Milan Pusker Stadium. Uh, it's one of my favorite stadiums in the Big Twelve. I know you haven't been there. I've never been. The, uh, I will view, take your word for it. The view over uh, over the back is very much very much like Boise with mountains in the background. Mm. And uh, how many couches can you see from the stadium? Um, I'm going to count. Okay. I'll, I'll count this time. Okay, that's a good question. Yeah. We'll see. Have to see what uh, what the situation is there. That's a very good question. Um, we'll get to uh, get to our three questions here in a little bit, but. Um, it was a it was a fun week talking to players this week. Getting them on Monday afternoon was was very different. Gone right after uh, right after Gundy spoke at his uh, usual Monday luncheon. Uh, hopefully the players are taking advantage of their mandatory off day to go vote in nothing that they can vote in. There's in. not a Payne County election. I looked. Yeah. There's not a uh, local Oklahoma County election. I think it's Luther. Yeah. Um, and I didn't I didn't start going through the roster figuring out what's <laughs> what, but you know there's not a lot to vote today yeah but they've got the day off so uh typically they have monday off uh, they adjusted their schedule they practiced they normally practice sunday night have monday off then get in the regular schedule on tuesday instead they went earlier on sunday practice late monday and, uh, and tuesday off so it's a, an interesting week for them mike gundy doesn't like messing with the schedule a lot he does not he, he likes his uh, his routine to be the same so 
Um, we'll see. Hopefully that doesn't uh, doesn't bite them. But West Virginia is having to change things up, I'm sure, yeah, for, I was for them as well. The same boat. I was actually reading a story, I think, from Sports Illustrated this morning that uh, there are some teams that got waivers for this. Oh, really? Yeah. They didn't say any team specifically, but some teams, some conferences, you know, I think, what is it, the MAC starts tonight. Right, yeah, tonight. they've got games. So they got so. waivers. And, but a lot of the waivers, I think, were for sports like soccer and whatnot that are in the postseason. Right. Play. Yeah. But uh, That makes sense. Some football teams got it, too. So I don't I, – but I assume West Virginia's in the same boat. Right, I would I would assume so. And and who knows, they might have Tuesday as an off day anyway. You never know how yeah. teams handle, handle uh, their schedules. In terms of what they uh, what they do with with that type of thing, so, um, but West Virginia is coming off of a really impressive win. We saw that Iowa State team two weeks ago, and that's a that's a good team. That's a mm-hmm. good defense. They put up a lot of yards and thirty eight points on that uh, on that defense. You got to be impressed with uh, with those guys after that. Yeah, I'm I'm really impressed by it. You know, they had um, Letty Brown go over hundred yards. Right, um, Daggy. Uh, threw for almost 300 yards. Right. He threw for the most yards all season on Iowa State's yeah. secondary. Um, had two receivers go over 100 yards. They put up big numbers. I just don't understand this team because when you look at it, like you said, they got, they lost to Tech. <clears throat> they hung with OU, got smacked around by Baylor. Right, yeah. And so I just – and then they upset Iowa State. I don't, I don't know what to make of this team. Um, I thought Gundy seemed very respectful – and fearful at the same time, right? Of yeah, them, that's fair. You know, um, it kind of surprised me. The tone Gundy had yesterday kind of took me back a little bit. Like I wasn't expecting that kind of—I don't say reverence, but just kind of respect, I guess, towards he West Virginia. Was very businesslike, very serious yeah. for for the majority of his time when we were actually talking football. We got into some other things, and he loosened up and lightened up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but he was—it was. It was very much, um, you know, not not thinking about Kansas uh, and uh, and on to West Virginia, um, and very businesslike in in his approach. It's just it seemed, it just seemed like he had uh, had this wake up call watching film or something like, oh right. no, this team's dangerous. Yeah, because um, I mean, he even said at the beginning, I don't want to talk. There's no reason to talk about Kansas. Just just go on, yeah. and it was like, oh okay, like well, all right, sure, but. Um, that, that has me a little more concerned and that makes, I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I was thinking this is going to be a tough game, especially after the Iowa state win, but I still think, and I, I still lean towards OSU's defense in this, but I'm a little more worried now. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that becomes the key is what the Oklahoma state defense can do after the Iowa state defense struggled the way that it did. Um, you know, I was able to, uh, you were driving, I was able to watch, uh, a, a good bit of that game. Uh, the Iowa State West Virginia game, and uh, you know Iowa State had their issues. I mean, they had a they had a pick six for a, for a touchdown, but um, that was redundant. Pick six for a touchdown. Yeah. They had a pick six, uh, and and they had their moments. But in the second half, in particular, they really did not slow down West Virginia very much at all. So it was really uh, interesting to watch that unfold. And see how they struggled against that team. You mentioned Letty Brown, who goes over 100. He'd only been averaging about 70 yards a game this season. Uh, you know, I wrote just a, a couple of weeks ago about all the all the great running backs mm-hmm. in this league, and he didn't make the list because because he was like ninth in the league in rushing. Mm-hmm. 
and and he was a guy that was that was second in the league last year. Yeah, so he was in Big Twelve Media Days. Yeah, he was. He's a big time talented player, and uh, he was a lot of fun to talk to. Um, but he didn't even make that list because he was he was wasn't even in the neighborhood he's, of a hundred. Gone yards over a hundred yards since you've done that list both games. He's apparently very angry with me. <laughs> he saw the list. And he said, must have seen. I'm gonna show this guy right. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run all over these next two teams. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so that's been interesting to see how that has uh, has developed. That's one area where I think. I, I think two things come into play for Oklahoma State. One is I think that they're a little bit better run defense than Iowa State. Mm-hmm. And I think they definitely have a better pass rush or more intense pass rush. Yeah. Iowa State likes to drop a lot of guys, mm-hmm. whereas Oklahoma State is is going to bring guys. You don't know where they're coming from all the time. And they're going to rotate a lot more guys than Iowa State did. Exactly. Too. A lot deeper. And and they'll drop guys. They're gonna, they'll, they'll disguise it so well you oh, have no yeah. idea. Yeah, and so it's I I I I lean towards Jim Knowles and the defense again in this, but man, it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it really is. You look at the uh, the offensive side of the ball. I think Oklahoma State, if they can uh, maintain their momentum that they've developed over the last two and a half games, really, I think that they've got a good chance to go and put some points on the board against against West Virginia. They are they are a good defense. They're not a great defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they're stout up front. Got some guys that'll that'll I think make some make things difficult for Jalen Warren at times to run the ball, uh, but I think that uh, I think that Oklahoma State can find some success in the passing game as long as Spencer Sanders is on his game again, and uh, and mix it up with Tay Martin, Brennan Presley, you know the Green Twins, whoever else is is mm-hmm. getting involved, and I think that uh, that they can find some success on on that side of the ball. What do you see for the Oklahoma State offense, Jacob? Yeah, I think. Um, I kind of compared I, – I know I saw a few plays Iowa State game, and it seemed like Brees Hall wasn't seeing too much resistance at times. Right. Um, which I think is encouraging for someone like Jalen Warren. Um, but it just all comes down to what Spencer Sanders can do. Yeah. It, I, I mean, that's, I think that's every week really right. at this point with OSU is what Spencer's going to do. Um, I like to – I'm starting to feel like he's taking the next steps forward. And so I think if he continues to take those steps, next steps forward, keeps his head, doesn't make bad decisions, I think OSU's going to be fine. But um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see what their pass rush does can do against OSU's offensive line that's found rhythm. Right. Um, I'm starting to like what I see from the offensive line more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, now, last week, when you oh, there were Kansas, but it was Kansas, <laughs> but but I mean they were they were uh, they were protecting very well last week. Yeah. So. Um, you know, against against Kansas team that you know rushed rushed uh, OU pretty well. So yeah, yeah that's um, right. I don't know. I, I tend to think the offense is going to be maybe the main concern, but I think it's going to be okay. Were you were you at all surprised by the point spread on uh, this OSU West Virginia game? I was at first. Yeah. And then the way Gundy asked, acted yesterday, I wasn't surprised <laughs> anymore. Right. So. Um, Maybe Gunny talks to the Vegas odds makers. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I kind of thought um, OSU would be favored maybe six or so. Right. Yeah. I, I was I was thinking the five to six range. Yeah. Um, you factor in home field advantage, I guess, that uh, mm-hmm. that, that takes up a, a few points. So 
so maybe that's where it uh, where it comes in uh, there for West Virginia. Um, Oklahoma State players apparently, have, <clears throat> excuse me, have uh, some fond memories of of what it's like playing in West Virginia based on what Brennan Presley has been told. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that surprised me. Yeah, he uh, he essentially said that they're uh, crazy drunks. Was yeah, the, the phrase that uh, the phrase that stuck with me. <laughs> crazy out drunks of, out of everything that he didn't uh, know he about said. the couch burning. No, he didn't. He had he no idea about that. that. Not familiar with that. Um, of course, it's been a while since Oklahoma State has lost out there. So it's uh, true. Uh, their uh, their their guys aren't keeping up with that. Maybe, but um, but still, it's an interesting place to play. And uh, like I said earlier, Oklahoma State has been played tight every uh, you know the last few times that they've been there. So it's uh, highly anticipated to be a a close game. We expect a fourth quarter game again. I think this time for real, not yeah. the Kansas talk. Exactly. Gundy keeps pointing out when no one argue with him. How are we supposed to argue with Mike Gundy about <laughs> right. that? Like, <laughs> right. We we're going to be the ones that step up and say no. Kansas is terrible. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 I mean. Yeah. They just played OU well, too, so I right. mean, what were we supposed to argue? But exactly. We weren't going to argue anyways that they just gotten smoked by OU. Right, exactly. Just, you know, not going to print what he said. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's uh, th- that's our stance. We'll just uh, we'll protest quietly. <laughs> um, but it's uh, but this is a uh, this really should be a, a fun game, I think. Uh, another uh, another tight one. How much do you think Oklahoma State's experience in so many close games? And West Virginia has a lot too, but they've mm-hmm. they've lost a, a couple of theirs on last second field goals. Um, but um, how much do you think Oklahoma State's experience in tight games plays in into uh, into this week? I think a lot, to be honest. Yeah. I think um, even the Iowa State loss helps. You know, tight right. game like that. I think they learn some things and about themselves. And so I I tend to lean that way. I mean, it's such a veteran group. Pretty much across the board, except receiver, yeah. you know that that I think, um, yeah, I, I I think the the veteran aspect, the the experience in these close games, um, they beat Baylor by double digits, beat Kansas State by double digits, um, with strong second halves, and so I think, well, I guess Kansas State was strong first half, but right, yeah, um, you know, I think I think that's the huge factor, and I think Malcolm talked about that yesterday, and. Mm-hmm. Um, who else talked about that? Someone else talked about that too, but I know Malcolm talked about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't remember either now. But um, uh, maybe Braden Cassidy, I think, talked about it a little bit right. too. So, yeah, um, yeah. I just, I think that's a huge factor. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think the more you're in that situation, the more you're prepared for it, and because of the veteran leadership on this team, there's not a situation that scares these guys. You know, um, uh, you've made the comment. I don't know if we ever said it on the podcast or not, but you made the comment that if if the officials rule a first down on Brennan Presley's fourth and two play at Iowa State, they mm-hmm. probably go and score. Yeah, I and I either, had full confidence in them to go score a touchdown at that point. Yeah, yeah. Either either take the lead or at least get mm-hmm. a, a field goal chance to to tie it up. So, um, you know, that's just that's just the way that this team is, and I don't think that anything rattles these guys particularly on the defensive side of the mm-hmm. ball but i but i think for for a good portion of the offense as well i think that their um their experience their uh, their knowledge of what they're doing um they just they just don't they just don't panic 
And uh, a lot of that comes from their leadership. A lot of it comes from their veteran experience. I mean, you start looking down through the through the roster, through the depth chart, and it's it's juniors and seniors all over mm-hmm. the place on the on the defense, and and it's um, it's really showing. Just like just like and I wrote about in uh, in Tuesday's Oklahoman, the uh, the third down defense. I think that comes down to the fact that. So many of these guys have have been together. They've uh, been here the the entire time that Coach Knowles has been here, for the most part, from most of them. And he understands how to call plays for them. Mm-hmm. And he's aggressive, and and they fit that style. They uh, they have the same uh, they have the same ideas about what's what's going to work, and uh, the same uh, the same desires for how to play. And I think that plays into uh, a lot of their uh, a lot of their third down success. So it's uh, it's it's been really interesting following the uh, the progression of this of this team from uh, you know when Jim Knowles first came came in and and they were kind of having to dial some things back because he was uh, what he was putting in was a, a little bit too complex mm-hmm. for them right off the bat. And then just watching them learn and grow and and develop into what they are now has been has been pretty fascinating. So, um, all right, we'll uh, we'll move on to uh, to three questions now. Unless there was anything else uh, about the the game in particular that we no, needed to address. I, I think we're I think we're good. Um, I will say that I think one thing she pointed out. I think that close loss against Texas last year. Mm-hmm. Still sticks out in my mind. Yeah. Maybe in that experience. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that was uh, that was that had some value in it. I think mm-hmm. so. And then you come back and you win at Texas, right? Losing by double digits and come back. I think right. Yeah, yeah. Texas it's, is a big help for OSU. Yeah, big yeah. help for a lot of teams. <laughs> big help for a lot of teams. We should talk about a monkey, but I guess <laughs> I, I'm still having a hard time believing that's all real. Right. Exactly. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. All right. We'll move on to three questions. We will start with the defensive side of the ball. Ooh, here we go. We'll go West Virginia quarterback Jarrett Dagey over or under 274.5 passing yards. Under. Under. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to go under. I think the pass rush is going to be the biggest reason. Yeah. I am. Uh, I'm with you on that. I'm. I'm going under as well. So apparently, I set the number too high. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I think. I, I think he'll get in the uh, the two forty range. Is kind of yeah. kind of where I target him for. But I'm with you. I think the uh, the the pass rush is something that he hasn't uh, hasn't dealt with yeah. uh, the way that he's going to have to deal with it on uh, on Saturday. So, all right, moving on to uh, we'll stick we'll stick with the defense. Uh, playing on on that same theme, over or under one point five interceptions by the Oklahoma State defense. I'm going to take over because Deggy has a pen, has a has a uh, it's a penchant to throw yeah interceptions. He's he's really uh, capable of throwing. He threw two last week, right? And I think he threw. Did he throw three the week before? I didn't I look at the remember. stats. The week I can't remember exactly what he did the week before. He's thrown multiple touchdowns. I feel like in a couple weeks in a row. It may not yeah. be three, but it was. I feel like he's he's got a little bit of a turnover tendency yeah i'm going over as well yeah. i think this uh this defense you know they didn't they didn't get any turnovers at iowa state 
but they've been uh, they've been on uh, on the turnover train a little bit. Other than uh, other than that mm-hmm. that game, I think they're going to find a way to uh, to get some picks. Do you? Th- I'll add a bonus question. Do you think it's Jason Taylor or Colby Harvell Peel adding to their competition? I think one of them will get yeah. one. I don't. I don't. I can't say which one, but I think one of them will get yeah. one. Oh, I, I tend to lean towards Jason Taylor. That ball just finds him. It really does. So, it's fascinating how it, how often it finds I mean, it. It's way to his kid. hands. So, yeah, he knows Incredible. how to catch spears. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, all right, finish up three questions with the offensive side of the ball. Jalen Warren over or under thirty point five carries. I'm going over. You rested the man last week. Right. You know, he had, what, six, seven carries? Uh, nine, I think. Nine, so okay. I think he ended well, up getting up to nine. Took a couple away from him. Sorry, Jalen. Um, I just, he's re- he's rested. He's ready to go. Something's falling outside. Yeah, crazy uh, stuff happening across the street. across the street over there. there. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, um, hope everyone's okay over there. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's rested and ready to go and, and, that sets him up for a big night because I think we're going to go back to the two back system here. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think we're going to see that more with just Jalen and a little bit of Dominic Richardson mixed in. Though Dominic was the offensive player of the week, he was um, the upset over Spencer, right? But uh, I think I think we'll see a lot of Jalen Warren uh, for. I think this is the first time in the history of the podcast that we've agreed on all three. Of oh, the three it questions. might be, yeah. But I'm 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 with you on the over as well. I think uh, I think he gets up around thirty-five again. Uh, I think he gets a, a a heavy workload that has worked well for Oklahoma State in past games at, at West Virginia. I covered one where uh, J.D. King had over thirty carries. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, and that's the way back machine almost. Right, there. exactly. So, um, you know, this is a some uh, method that works for them in Morgantown, and I think they'll uh, they'll go to it, and I think they'll find some success. You mentioned Brees Hall had uh, had some big runs. Uh, I think you'll see Jalen Warren breaking into uh, open field and uh, and getting some opportunities to uh, to make some guys miss or run over guys. <laughs> Do you think they go back to? I think was it Texas, right? That uh, he got most of the third quarter off because they went to right Richardson. It might be something like that where they kind of load up to where he's rested for the fourth. And they just yeah. pound the ball. They work him early, mm-hmm. save him a little bit in the middle of the game, and then work him late. I yeah. could I could see that happening. I could definitely see that happening. So, all right. Well, I believe that brings us to the most important thing I forgot. Ooh, most important thing you forgot. We had some fun Halloween conversations yesterday. We did. Um, Mike Gundy apparently dressed up as a scarecrow. Did you ever find a picture? By the way, I saw that Robert Allen's group had it. Oh, really? But okay. I like, but I haven't actually seen it anywhere else. Yeah. Um, it was a decent costume. I would recognize them. I don't know how. Brock Martin and Sione Asi didn't recognize him, yeah. apparently. Um, I think I would have recognized Mike. Yeah. But I guess he'd have been a different element, so it might have been. Right, yeah. A see him at a, at a place you don't expect to see him, yeah. and, and then he's in, yeah. in costume. And, and Mike Gundy, not a fan of candy corn. No. Nope. Um, likes chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, Brendan Presley, on the other hand, loves every candy. Including candy pretty corn. Much. Including candy corn, yes. Yes. Um, that was wild yes um, big big fan of the uh, the fruit flavored candies yes lots of lots of those on his list but yes. some chocolate and caramel in there as well um yeah that was that was fun um oh i, I asked the tv question you did 
I asked it of Malcolm. Yep. And were you a little surprised by his answer? More than a little. I I, I never surprised. I never would have uh, I never would have pegged him for uh, for that. He Michael, Malcolm's a fan of Grey's Anatomy, apparently. Yeah. Uh, the primetime drama soap opera, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, he likes the drama and. His old roommate Brock Martin likes the action with uh, mm-hmm. Peaky Blinders, and so uh, that's interesting. But yeah, Malcolm, he already started. He started talking about some sort of character who died too. Yeah, and I don't know who he's talking about. No, no clue. Um, but it was something that happened in season twelve of the of the show. Yeah, and I, and I think they're on season forty five by now. Yeah, so, exactly. Something um, he hasn't watched in a while. He said he stopped watching for a while, but needs to pick it back up or something. And yeah, I don't know. That was on the same time as House, and I know you picked House last right. week, and. Um, I always went to house. Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, it was no question. Yeah, no, uh, no, no debate in uh, in my mind on that one. So, all right, good stuff. Uh, with that, I think uh, I think that does it. So yeah. we will wrap up this edition of the Cowboy Chronicles podcast, and we will talk to you. Uh, I guess Barry Trammell and I will yeah. talk to you. I'm not going to West Virginia. Not going to West Virginia, Jacob. Yeah, that's all right. I'll get there someday, maybe. Eventually, it'll happen. Eventually, it'll it'll happen someday. So. All right, so Barry Trammell and I will talk to you on the post-game podcast of the Cowboy Chronicles. Thank you for listening.